Terry for breakfast. Humans of the Wheat Belt. Thank you for joining us again on Humans of the Wheat Belt, a great project with the initiative of the Wheat Belt Health Network, which encourages inclusiveness and diversity out there. It's a great series. There's been a couple of books that have been released in its time as well, back in 2020 and also 2022. So what we're doing here on Listener is having a chat to all the guests that have featured on Humans of the Wheat Belt in its history. And my special guest this week is Naomi Millett from 2J. Naomi, welcome to Humans of the Wheat Belt. Hi, Terry. Thanks very much for having me. Can you describe yourself as a local? Yet you've been in 2J for a long, long time, dating back to 2007. Yes. Um, well, some of my older colleagues and neighbours don't think, you know, any of us can really be a local until we've been here till we're about 100 years old. But I do feel pretty much, you know, this is my budger and kind of, yeah, I'm very, very tied to the wheat belt. So you initially came up from Perth for a tree change. Yes, I did. We had to get away from a few things, like like many people, you know, trying to leave things behind and, and start afresh. Um, I'm very lucky to have a one-acre property just out of town. And my absolute passion is getting involved in the garden. So I'm doing a lot of clean-ups at the moment. And how's your time um, been in, in 2J there? It's a, it's a great little town and it's on the doorstep of the metro area, so quite convenient as well. It is. And what I love about Humans of the Wheat Belt is that um, a lot of my colleagues and friends, people I work with, are actually featured in either the first edition or the second edition of the book. And so, it's, you know, even though we know these people, it actually really is interesting to be able to see in more detail some of their experiences and uh, philosophies and things that come out in their stories when it's in print. So you're a big advocate of good mental health there. You've been able to give back to the community in your time. Yes, um, that's my absolute passion, Terry. Um, I work uh, as, as a mental health advocate for um, Wheat Belt Mental Health Services. So basically our main aim as consumer carers is to improve the services and you know take feedback and then uh, give that to the services and uh, lobby for change. And how has the change come along since your time in being involved? Oh. Well, you know, how long have you got? This is a very, very complex um, complex question. We, my group, which is called Wheatball Mental Health Services CAG, we were the first one to be started basically in WA. So we're the oldest one. We're eight years old now. And so other consumer care groups now come to us to find out um, how they can also start or improve their own groups. And we've had a, it's been extremely difficult to sort of have to invent the way we operate right from scratch. But in those eight years, we've had some amazing successes lobbying various politicians to get more funding, which we then put into hiring more staff to come out to work in the wheat belt. That's always an issue with many of the health areas, um, attracting staff to our, to our regions. So we had some successes there. And actually Friday, I'm feeling fantastically excited about this. We had a, a lovely meeting with Darren West in his northern office. And what we're lobbying for is a step-up, step-down facility so that when somebody comes out of hospital um, and they're not quite ready to go home, they have an interim place to stay where they're cared for between, say, a hospital or mental health facility and their home. And so Darren's very positive about this, about helping us to achieve our goal. And step-up, step-down facilities, they've been established in other parts of regional WA. I know in Albany there's been a a facility that's been initiated down there. Uh, Yes, and there's I think one in in Bunbury. I've just had the privilege of travelling up north with the uh, WA Country Health um, as an adjunct to them, up to Geraldton to have a tour of the 
step up, step down facility there that was opened about a year ago. Um, that's given us even more impetus, seeing how fantastic that works um, and how well received that's been in the town to um, push for one in the wheat belt. But one of the complexities of this is that sometimes uh, where we are in the wheat belt, even though it's a huge region and um, our health services cover from Durian Bay all the way down to Narragin, um, it's still sometimes seen as, well, you guys can do VC um, video conferencing to Perth. You can travel to Perth. That's the nearest place you can go to get help because you're not quite far enough away. But our argument is if you're in Meriden, that's far enough away, for example. Yeah, it's a bit of a hike from Meriden through to Perth. It's about three hours on a good day. So, yeah, yeah all, all the well, support I mean, our we argument can get... is depending on where you are, mm. depending, on, depending on where you are in the wheat belt, um, it probably would be quite viable to have some extra facilities for people so they don't have to be stuck in Perth. It's, in the end, it saves the government money. Um, and it also saves a lot of trauma and stress on families that might not have accommodation in Perth to be able to live in Perth while they're caring for their um, relative or loved one in Perth. So a big development there with the discussion regarding a step-up, step-down facility. Now, the journey of mental health has come a long way in the last few years. Headspace has been established in Northern for younger people in the past few years. Yes. Yeah, that's going well. Uh, another thing we're doing at Mental Health is we're, um, we're looking towards in the future and having extended hours. And through that process of opening up for longer hours on the weekends, we've actually um, kind of made some partnerships with other groups such as Holyoke, Drug and Alcohol Services and Headspace and so on. So I think we're at a really great point right now where we're all talking to each other as different services rather than being kind of, well, the lingo is siloed, you know, kind of isolated from each other or working independently. Now we're all coming together to do the best we can for the uh, community. Naomi Millett is with us as we have a chat to the humans of the Wheatbelt. Naomi's from 2J. She's been there since 2007. Now, you say that one of the best moments in your life is learning more about mental health and giving back to the community. But one of the worst moments in your life was the 2009 2J fires. Well, yes. um, A lot of my friends and acquaintances and things lost everything in those fires. I had one friend and she just moved into a new house up on the hill um, up on the hill coming into the town. And she was give, given a phone call by one of the local priests. She said, you need to get moving. There's a fire coming. And she looked out the wrong window and she said, I can't see anything. It went back to bed. And I only woke up when, in fact, the windows all blew in. Um, and she realized the fire was right upon upon her. So she grabbed a toothbrush and her guitar, I think it was, and some expensive hand cream and made a run for it, you know, saying, sorry, chickens, I've got to leave you. So... A lot of that time up after I'd only been here for a fairly short time in the, in the town was actually kind of getting involved in helping with the cleanups. And I suppose, although it was a pretty terrible thing that happened, um, a positive that came out of it was how our community came together um, and we set up a huge warehouse down at the showgrounds and everybody donated everything they could think of um, to try and you know help people through the fires and all sorts of station donations and stations set up and people adopting people's animals temporarily to keep them alive. So, you know, a lot of us um, actually met each other. Friends I've got to this day um, and well-known figures around the wheat belt came through that event. Through volunteering in what was yeah. a very difficult situation there, the 2009 2J fires and yeah. what, 12, 13 years on, the, the town is uh, has absolutely thrived after a, a pretty horrible event. It has, it has. 
Um, I've still got a few relics, actually. And I don't know if you know, um, a well-known figure around Northern, Tom Gratis Rowe, is a wonderful photographer. And I've recently yes. purchased a, um, a photo he took. And it just, it really spoke to me, Terry. It's just a simple photo of the only thing that he found because Tom's property was burnt in the fires. And he took a photo of half a teacup and a burnt saucer and a bent spoon. And uh, I thought it looks, it, it sort of sums it up, really. <laughs> Such a lasting legacy, isn't it? Yeah, Tom's a, a fantastic person in the community and quite a big part of Humans of the Wheat Belt, the series yes. that we've been running. So I hope he wouldn't mind my mentioning him because he, <laughs> he's one of the dudes in the book. Yeah, no, he's a, he's a fantastic uh, character there, Tom. So from the 2J fires of 2009 into 2022, the, the, the place yep. is absolutely buzzing along nicely and you're right a part of it in the community. Family there with you as well? Yes, I've got my two boys. Uh, one comes up quite frequently, another one's still, uh, still at school. Um, yes. Um, yeah, the, the town is thriving. But then having said that, we do still have to kind of keep our eyes on the ball because, you know, we are constantly under threat of having things shut down for various reasons. So we're kind of lobbying at the moment to get our medical centre up and running again. Um, our CRC was under a bit of threat recently of being closed. So, yeah, despite a big population, we still have to, you know, not be complacent, I suppose, about services that we tend to rely upon. And then if they are threatened to go, suddenly everybody gets a shock. And finally, uh, Naomi, do you have any advice out there for people? I guess be aware that everybody's going through, usually all, all of us are going through some kind of struggle, you know. All of us are going through some kind of struggle and we don't see that, but to kind of have that kindness of our attitude towards everybody that we cross paths with. Well said. A great contributor to our local community and, dare I say, a, a great local person now because uh, you've been there for a long, long time. You're a part of the furniture in 2J and giving back to the community through your help with supporting good mental health in our community. Naomi Millett, appreciate your time here on yeah, Humans of the Wheatbelt and all the best. Thanks for your kind words, Terry. Thank you. Humans of the Wheatbelt here on Listener, L-I-S-T-N-R, and of course, Humans of the Wheatbelt, backed by the Wheatbelt Health Network, encouraging inclusion and diversity. Terry for breakfast. Humans of the Wheatbelt.